In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. Dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Oh, no. 
<laughs> What's up, guys? It's So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey, and this is your Monday episode. We've decided to do this whole whole ball of wax called a week again. So we have five more days until the promised land. How was your weekend, everybody? What did you do? Uh, let me know. I'm always accepting the emails. I'd love to know what you, you did. I had an email that I read on Friday. Some people called... Uh, they saw a show called Sex Driver or something, and, and they made pancakes during the show. That's the I'm telling you, that's the kind of weekend stuff that I am firmly encouraging. Um, I had a good weekend. Restful did some cool stuff. That's all you want. You want something to give you energy for the week, and I have the energy to do this another week. Let's make the best out of it. Let's start now. Um, let's see, uh, let's get the business out of the way, right? So if you want to leave a review, please leave a five-star one on Apple podcasts or Spotify. Spotify just recently started doing reviews. So, uh, you can even leave reviews on both. I don't know. Go crazy, right? Uh, the Spotify one will make you listen to, I think a couple minutes of the actual show, but I, you know, what I figure is if you do listen to this show, just listen to three minutes. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not a scientist. Um, but also, I want to say on Friday, I did a recap. I did a super jumbo size thing that I didn't fall asleep until 3 a.m. or something. Because I did Vanderpump Rules and I did And Just Like That, the Sex in the City spinoff. Now, it's so... Uh, I try to warn people, if I'm in a very silly mood, it's going to get dark and it's potentially going to get dirty. Um, and And that's just me blowing off steam with my life because I'm... And there was a whole anyways, I got a handful of people that really did not like the tampon talk. And I warned everybody. I tried to warn people, but I want to apologize to those people. Uh, I hope you understand. That's me just being a goofy kid. Uh, I am still at heart eight years old and uh, that's it. And and uh, thank you for voting with your reviews. I, I did get a couple of very <laughs> bad reviews because of that. You guys, I get it, though. But like. Go listen to the interviews, the professional stuff that I do. I feel like I give people enough where it's like I try to warn you, too, if I think I'm going to go really dark and really silly. And then you have people that are like, I love the dark, silly stuff. It's it's so weird. I would I would talk to people like Danny or Lara or even the Kravitz guys. Remember, I remember even before I did this and it would be they would. You know, I was warned and not warned, but I was told in so many words, you know, it's like you can't you can't please everybody. Just remember that really always stick to, you know, the beat of your own drum. And I guess but that's hard, though, because I want everybody happy. I don't want anybody to listen and be upset. Man, that is so not what I want. And if you really, truly listen to this podcast, I know, you know, that's not what I want. So I hate to even bring it up because it puts more attention on it. Also, I thought the recap was super funny. If you take away the tampon talk. I really enjoyed it for being so tired as I was. I thought it was great. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed myself, actually. Uh, so, yeah, leave a five-star review. Or if you don't like it, just don't leave a review at all. I really do care about that stuff. And uh, always send me a personal email. I I'm I'm happy to write back if I, uh, if I can. It might not be immediately, but, um, you know, I definitely 
want to, I try to read everything at some point. Uh, okay, so that's the review. Patreon is live and kicking. So bad, it's good. Baddies, what's up, you guys? We have a bunch of different tiers over there. Uh, I am starting Gallery Girls this week. I announced it a week and a half ago to give everybody the chance to um, to watch it if they wanted to, to play along while I recapped it, but it's so good. Gallery Girls is a one-season wonder of Bravo from like 2008, I believe, and I did the first episode, and it's just so, it's just, it's perfect. It's a perfect little time capsule of a moment in time when girls were on their Blackberries, they're in New York, some are way too rich and taken care of for their own good, yet they're still trying to work in art, art galleries. It's just, it's it's endlessly fascinating to me. So go check that out over on the Patreon. And I just, there's a level where you can pay to podcast with me, which is shocking, but I have a handful of people that did it. My good friend uh, Eleanor, Heather Nicholson's going to be doing it soon, but Leah Peterson, I did one with this weekend, and it's over on there. And it actually turned out to be a damn good podcast where I got into a lot of Vanderpump Rules dirt and behind-the-scenes stuff. So if that's your thing, there's an interview over there that we kind of go into a lot of, it was just a really fun interview. So the Patreon has a bunch of weird stuff on it. Real Housewives of Miami recaps, all that jazz. But there's enough free content where you don't need to do it. So don't worry. Don't feel like you're missing out on anything, even though I'm really proud of the Patreon. Okay, that's that. That's that. Uh, is there anything else? Oh, <sighs> Buca de Beppo, you guys, do you remember... When I said I was going to be doing a party at Buca de Beppo in Dorit's room. It has been my dream for so long, and I've talked about it pretty much from the beginning of that restaurant being featured on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, we have gotten a lot of movement in this last week, and we're going to have to make some tough choices coming up. And you're going to have to ask yourself, and maybe even tell me, Ryan, do I really even need a party at Buca de Beppo anymore? I mean, my answer is always going to be, yeah, we do need that. Um, but it is going to be happening. Um, can I say uh, it's going to be happening potentially? Well, it's going to be happening I, in the month of March. Sooner rather than later. And uh, I will be giving you more details by the end of this week. Uh, discussions have been had. It, uh, you know, I listen, this is a dream. And I uh, said I was going to be starting live shows this year at some point. Now, this is not going to be considered a live show. This will be considered a party where there'll be some talking and stuff. But it's just like a party. Feel good. Let's have fun. Let's get together in a safe way. Uh, but live shows, this will be kind of a... A litmus test, um, and I have a lot of ideas for the live show. So uh, I told my manager uh, that, that my goal is to do two shows by the end of this year. Um, and I think that is – that's just so if all else fails and I fall asleep right now until December, I could still accomplish that goal. I think potentially there will be more than two shows, but I wanted to tease that out there. Hopefully you guys are interested. Um, I know I am not uh, the Crappens guys, and I know I'm not uh, Lara, and I know I'm not, but I'm me. And I think we could have a blast, and I think uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to meeting a lot of you guys over the next uh, next while. So 
I think that's all the business now. Did we get it all the business? Oh, wait, wait. Somebody on Instagram today. I love this. I don't get to check all my DMs, but then when I do, it'll always just somebody will give me weird information or there's some and I, I get scared because sometimes the, the DMs are mean, um, which I get. But then uh, so Whitney from Tucson wanted a shout out. Hi, Whitney from Tucson. I, I was DMing about something. She gave me some piece of information, and then I was scared. She was she was like, oh, and by the way, I would love a shout-out. So, Whitney, there here is your shout-out. How is Tucson? I'm an ASU guy, not a U of A guy, but um, I thank you so much for listening and, and digging the show. Um, okay, that is all of the announcements. Now, we have a big news story that just happened after I talked to Sophie Ross today, and that is Lisa Vanderpump broke her leg in two places she got thrown off a horse and uh luckily she's going to be okay but two and i guess she was in a lot of pain according to tmz which of course my nightmare is breaking a bone oh god or when they do those things where they show like the bone breaking on like a football game or something and then they keep replaying it and you're like oh my god legs aren't meant to move in the opposite direction of how they should move it's really scary so our prayers our thoughts our prayers are with lisa vanderdump vanderpump uh she was taken in an ambulance and kin uh, followed in his car, which I just love that Ken's always just there of just like, I'll always be over you, Lisa. I'll always be here for you. I don't know why I made him Irish too. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh, now I remember I was supposed to read this email. I got the, see, my emails are so funny and I really enjoy them. Um, sometimes, uh, but this is, uh, Vula Plea. Oh, wait. Yes. Okay. What did I say? I can read her name. Okay, can I read another point? Yeah. So Vula from, uh, I believe she's from Australian, and she wrote me an email after hearing my Vanderpump Brock imitation, which, guys, once again, I don't know how many times I have to tell people, I know it doesn't sound like them. It's my, <laughs> but she writes, love your podcast, but you need to work on your Australian accent. Yours is a mixture of Irish and English. Us Aussies need representation correctly. Otherwise, love your podcast. Listen, I am not trying to disrespect the Australian people. I love the Australian people. In fact, I have weird amount, like a large amount of listeners over there, which blows me away. And that, I love that so much. And I wrote, yeah, hey, I suck at accents. Um, can I read this on the podcast? And she goes, yeah, if you want. Listen to an Australian comedian, Carl Barron. Firstly, he's an observation comedian. Very funny. And he has an Aussie accent you can learn from. Now, here's my thought, though. Vula, do you want me to get good at this? Like, if I get good at it, I feel like it takes away from the special of being bad at something, you know? It's like I'm stup—I'm—I'm I'm horrendously, stupendously bad. And, and in that sense, I stick out. If I just give you an everyday Australian accent, I don't know. I feel like I would just become everybody else that can do Australian accents. This way I stick out. But I'm going to try to, to learn or at least prove to you, Vula— that I can do an Australian accent, or if you put hard work in anything, that you can do that. So that is my vow to you. Um, <laughs> we're having good times here, aren't we? Uh, I hope you guys have the best week ever. I Like I said, I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, we got a great week coming up for you. Margaret Josephs from Real Housewives of New Jersey will be stopping by. I'm having to get this out. It is almost 11 o'clock on Sunday night. 
And I need to get this out because I'm going to be talking to somebody from Summer House very early in the morning. Uh, we, of course, have the Tom Sandoval still going through a billion changes, but that is still there for you guys to look forward to. Uh, I'm not going to say any of the other guests because I want it to remain a surprise, but I am talking to somebody on Tuesday that I blows my mind I get to talk to. Blows my mind. My mind, if you could see it, it's completely blown right now. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the one thing, the the other news item that got dropped this weekend, I mean, Sophie talked about it a lot, but I wanted to get some legal advice. And my roommate, Megan, she is a, a, a fantastic lawyer, even though these opinions that you're about to hear are her own. Um, she, I needed to ask questions about the Erica Jane stuff because there was a lot of movement in the case and there was a lot of confusion uh, if Erica Jane was dismissed of any kind of wrongdoing, if uh, supposedly in Chicago uh, a lot of rumors got around that that she was exonerated and all of this stuff and and I'm going to actually I, I have her on right now, we're going to go to her and we're going to see what's actually going on but it's not, uh, she has not been exonerated, it's not that she, you know, there's a lot there's a long way to go on this case uh, so we'll get into that, and then we'll go right into Sophie. But I think this is a really fun episode. I hope you have a great time listening to it. And uh, that's it. I feel like there's more I've got to say to you, but I have all week, right? So I know I'm, I wanted to tell you something personal, and it's just not. Ah, you know what? I'll talk to you about it tomorrow. I'll remember it. So you guys, here she is, Megan Rooney, and then right after that, Sophie Ross. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. Bye. Oh, I wanted to say, <laughs> hey, it's Ryan again. Hey, I did want to say I did see Salt Lake. We do talk about Salt Lake in the interview with Sophie uh, because of uh, Lisa Barlow's hot mic moment. But all in all, once again, it is the same train wreck where I just I it gets weirder and weirder every episode. And I strongly suggest, even if you don't like Watch What Happens Live, to watch Meredith Mark's appearance on Watch What Happens Live directly after Salt Lake tonight. It is worth checking out because uh well first off, she's done something to her face again where it's like not moving at all. I from the Shannon Bedore of it all, I'm guessing it's fillers, but I don't really know. We would have to ask IG Famous by Dana, who who knows all the, the ins and outs of uh, facial fillers. But it, it was shocking. And also Meredith um, disputed a lot of the things that Lisa Barlow said about her fucking half of New York. You know, that's the thing now. Anytime I see anything set in New York, I'm going to think. Now, did Meredith Marks fuck half of the people in this shot? Because that's what Lisa Barlow said on Hot Mike, that Meredith fucks half of New York. And that's wild. What a wild accusation, but also at the same time, legendary. And it's one of those things that you, it's as you watch these shows, you're like, man, I feel bad for Meredith to have to hear that about herself. But man, I'm happy that happened. And I'm sure Lisa Barlow is very embarrassed right now and wishes she could take it back. But us as viewers, that was such a gift to us. And the only thing I think Lisa Barlow is probably shocked about is how many people are cheering her on of like, that's amazing. You deserve an Oscar for that because it's a historic moment. It's like, you know, housewives are the only sport that you can get awarded for, for being bad, for being not like bad in performance, but being a bad friend being like, I mean, for somebody just cutting loose, that is when true stardom in the real housewives genre is born. And there was a star is born tonight, you guys. So anyways, here she is, Megan Rooney. 
We'll be getting to Sophie in just a second, but I wanted to bring on friend of the pod who is a lawyer herself and was on the episode where we talked about the Tom Girardi case uh, way back in last December of, I guess that was 2020, when all of this broke uh, and she kind of explained things from a legal standpoint. And I wanted to talk to somebody briefly about what happened this weekend because there seems to be a lot of confusion going around uh, that we got word Saturday morning that Erica Jane was found um, not guilty, which was just amazing, uh, that uh, the files, the the charges are going to be dropped. What actually happened? Megan Rooney, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, I think people were just a little confused about legal civil procedure and were conflating the fact that she was dismissed from the Chicago lawsuit involving the Widows and Orphans and Lion Air case. So why is it filed in Chicago to begin with? Well, I believe because Boeing is based in Chicago, so I believe the airline is based in Chicago, so that's why that lawsuit is based in Illinois. And as you recall, there was the Edelson firm was lead counsel on that case, um, but Girardi's firm was also involved. That's Jay Edelson, right? Correct. So uh, it came out, a lot of people made memes about it. We talk about it with Sophie as well. That uh, And by the way, Erica Jane reposted a lot of these things, even the Us Weekly article saying that, you know, that that the cases, the charges have been dropped, cases dismissed. Which is wild because she has to understand that that's not really what's going on. No, here. no, completely. So what is really going on? Because what people failed to wait to see was that Jay Edelson himself, right, came back and said that – you know, we're, we're just refiling the case to Los Angeles. Is that right? Right. So anytime you are suing somebody, there has to be jurisdiction to sue that particular defendant in a particular court. What do you mean by jurisdiction? Like, do you have so, to be in the same location? or? Well, yeah, so the court has to have jurisdiction over the matter. There's a concept in law called personal jurisdiction. And this is, you know... Very boring. This is first year of law school. This is bar exam stuff. Yeah, get to the wait. wait, wait I want to get to the point where people kill each other and and you get away with it or something. This is not the, the purge. Okay. This is not the purge. Okay, this okay. is this is really like kind of basic blocking and tackling from a legal perspective. Okay. But basically, if you're going to sue somebody, the court that you're suing them in, there has to be personal jurisdiction over the individual. So, if an individual consents to be sued in a particular state, in this case in Illinois, then the court will have personal jurisdiction. Or if they're served in that state, the state will have jurisdiction. Or if you can't meet either of those criteria, you have to have something called um, personal jurisdiction where you have sufficient minimum contacts in the state. And suing the individual in that state can't offend substantial notions of fair play and justice, essentially. So you have to have like some... like contact with the state. So if you're suing a business, they have to like regularly do business in that state. So Erica Jane and EJ Global presumably don't really touch Illinois in any way where it would make sense for them where they would reasonably expect So EJ to be Global sued in that doesn't state. have a Chicago office yet. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen with EJ Global because it is a it is Erica global. Jane's global uh, business. So who knows? But and for I don't now, think performing in the musical Chicago counts as uh, being no. in Illinois. I mean, by the way, it would be it would make more sense for New York. She's done more business in New York than she has in Chicago. But basically, what was said though, so this means that they're just moving it. We're going to refile in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, they're going to sue her in California. But Jay Edelson also I mentioned that, or she can pay a large settlement. And this can go away for the victims, right? 
Well, he did say that. And that's, I mean, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors in terms of settlements. And I think they've intimated to the um, the court that there are discussions of settlements. So we don't know anything about that. Now, do you, you, do you learn the word intimated? What year of law school is, does intimated start being used, thrown around? I think, I think that might be a high school word. Okay. Right? Wow. Not my high school. An uh, ASU word? I went to Euphoria High School. No. Um, okay. So they're going to refile in Los Angeles which means we're just back to square one. It's just that it's closer and Erica's lawyers don't have to go to Chicago anymore when they refile. Well, and also they'll they'll just avoid unnecessary motion practice. I think if, if EJ Global and Erica Jane stayed in the case in Illinois, they're going to fight. They're going to say you don't have jurisdiction. And that's just going to delay and be very costly. And I think what Jay Edelson was saying is like we want to like avoid that. We want to like kind of cut to the chase and get money to the victims. So – that was, the, I mean, and everybody took it as like a victory lap for Erica, which is so weird. And we get into it in the actual interview. But even Erica reposted all of these things, knowing damn well that this was not the case. Now, in your opinion, or from a legal standpoint, can you get in trouble for doing things like that? Like she knows, like she has a large, uh, I think she has a lot of bots that, that follow her as well. But she has a large following on, you know, you're basically essentially pushing a lie. Well, I mean, I think she would be a nightmare as a client. Like, she shouldn't, no, be, no. I mean, this she shouldn't about, be doing any of this. She shouldn't have been on the show. But I'm saying, can she get into trouble for pushing things what, out for, there? For posting articles that... No, I don't think so. Um, but it's just... It, to me, it's just shady behavior on top of shady behavior. Well, I mean, and Edelson said that in the tweet back to you and Emily D. Baker, right? He responded to you both on yeah. Twitter this weekend and was like, it's just smoke and mirrors and this is something that she tries to do and kind of distract everybody from what's going on. And Jen Shaw does that as well. Uh, okay, so we're basically just going to get refiled. We're basically in the same spot. The other thing yeah, that came... Yeah, she's not home free. Yeah, she's the other thing that free. came up this week is they were able to prove that Girardi Keese, with the, the money from the actual law firm, he bought the $750,000 earrings along with a lot of other jewelry with that money, stupidly enough, it was paid by a check by Girardi and Keese. So what would be the legal standing for Erica to keep that? Well, even if they can it, prove it. No, they I don't think that there is standing for her to keep that. And they I think they told her that she needs to hand them over. And so th- didn't I read that she's not handing them over, but she'll put them like in sa- uh, in safekeeping until this case is resolved because she like I'll put them in a a secret little love box yeah (laughs) or like to basically hold them in escrow until the case is determined that those were or were not gotten well I trust her I mean there's no way that that's not going to work out um so I think she's like holding tight to the fact that like she did nothing wrong nothing was you know like she's not gonna gonna admit shit right okay she can still admit she did nothing wrong but she also has to admit she has to give back the earrings because she those weren't purchased with her money. They were purchased with ill-gotten funds, right? Right, but what I've read that she said is that like she still won't be like, okay, here, just take them. Like I don't want them if that's what happened. She's like, let's put them in safekeeping until we figure but, this out. She's well, not okay, going to admit I just anything. think she would be thrilled that if she can give all the stuff that makes her dirty, there is no chance of any kind of criminal proceedings against her. This is where it gets really even shadier for me with Erica because it's just – it's more ego and pompous bullshit because you could just give this way and be done with it and go, okay, you're right. I didn't realize that this was gotten with ill-gotten gains. My bad. So my bad. I am so sorry and I'm so sorry to the victims and orphans and widows and I hope this can actually make them whole again. Why wouldn't you do that instead of fighting to keep this stuff? Uh, 
I don't know. You're, I mean, it's a very good question. So you don't have the answer? No, I don't have the answer. Damn it. Why? You're a lawyer. Do you not guys, you guys don't talk about this? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not a criminal attorney. She wouldn't, the way that she's going about things wouldn't be the way that I would advise a client or personally would go about it myself. Well, I guess what's nice is that they are filming in Aspen this weekend, which I talk a lot about in the interview today with Sophie. And I'm sure this will have come up at one of their functions. Someone said she was wearing the earrings. Yes. Somebody wrote me with that. But like I said, it's like Dumois, like who knows who wrote me? Like, I mean, I did know this person was from Aspen, but I can't verify that. You know, I can't verify that. And, and by the way, to me, that even sounds... Somebody guys, somebody sent me a message or DM. I posted on my Instagram saying that Erica was wearing the earrings yesterday, which is like dumb on top of dumb. Like, I'm I'm just not for people wearing expensive jewelry anyways because you're just... You're a target. Like well, in Los she Angeles. wears that Cartier ring all the time too, which is also... We want back that Cartier ring as well, Erica, if you're listening. We want that Cartier back as well. I'm speaking on behalf of the victims. I mean, I feel like she should have some nice Zales jewelry or like, you know... Every kiss begins with... Yes, you should have some nice Zales jewelry that you can keep on to and like just build your own collection from here on out. Go get another dude that can help you start another jewelry collection. But this stuff is spoken for. You're you're not going to jail. Thank your lucky stars. Yeah, what kills me is online when people are defending her and I... You know, I was an Erica Jane fan before all of this. I yeah, she, yeah. So, by the way, <laughs> every opinion here is questionable. I mean, and by the way, she still stands up for Erica Jane in some ways. So, this, but by the way, that's only, that's so this is factual. What her, uh, you know, I only stand up for her because you say there was no way she could have ever loved Tom Girardi, and I disagree. No, with that. no, that's not true. I said you learn to love somebody that has provided you for you that well. It's a different kind of love than actually a love. That is built over time and not based on financial concerns. It's just, it's, I'm sorry. You'll never, you'll never convince me that Erica would have like in a room full of 30 guys, she would have been like that old man, the old bald man that keeps talking about John Wayne. That's the guy, you know, like there's just no way I'm you're no period. But the way that you say, you talk about Lala and Randall in a similar way. Same thing. You think, (laughs) you think Lala goes up, you think Lala rolls up to a Hollywood nightclub, sees that, who's that guy with the, who's that guy with no chin? Let's get him like, Hey, maybe she has an elf fetish as a child. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, there's no way. So like, also don't gaslight into people thinking like, this is true love. Cause I'm sorry. I'm sure there was love involved, but it's not the sort of love that we. But are you saying that if there's an income differential between two people there can ever truly be true love no but i am saying this is a love predicated on somebody saying the first night with lala he gave her a range rover the next day the uh erica jane he said i will take care of you and your son i'm sorry those are things that actually are not common in most relationships most relationships start off on some sort of even footing or you know i i come on that's ridiculous. Nothing. I mean, I think we, I think we disagree. I think they could truly love each other. Maybe not in those particular instances that we see. I see. I don't know why so you, you're so desperate to hold on to this. I, it, they, I they, I'm sure they absolute, grew to love each yes. other. Yes. But but also, do you think Tom truly loved Erica? He was cheating on her a bunch. Like, I mean, do you think vice versa? Like, Tom thought she was hot. Really dug her. Thought she was hot, wanted to add, like, you know how he bought her her a bunch of jewelry? She was his jewelry. It's just like, you know, I bought you $750,000 earrings. I have you. 
I'm going to wear you. Yeah, I think that's fair. So I'm right, yes. I'm, uh, not always. Okay, so anyways, summing up, since uh, we wanted to cre- keep this brief, is there anything else that we should be looking out for at this point? Um, anything that we need to know about that's coming up in, in regards to this case? I think we just, let's keep our eyes open. They're going to be refiling the case in California. Um, so I'm interested to see how Erica reacts then. I'm also fascinated about the settlement talks. I don't know if that was posturing for the court or what, but uh, very curious to know what goes on with that. And we'll have to follow the saga of the earrings. Is there well. any kind of gag order that they can slap on Erica? Um, I'm not sure what they would want her to, to not talk about. Her lawyers are probably hoping that she would stop talking. Yeah. It can't be helpful, but I don't think that she's... No, I meant like like a school. gag order, like make make her talk about it more on these shows and act like they actually exist. These victims, you know. Oh well, I mean, she like an anti gag order. Oh, like it's called a subpoena and a deposition. Yeah, and they're going to yeah. want to hear from. By her the under way, oath. we will have to see a deposition from her at some point. Well, that's why I wonder about the settlement talks. Like maybe she is serious about having a settlement, so she doesn't have to do that here. Erica comes- Jane. Uh, my name is Erica Jane. E R I K A J A Y N E. Uh, it is January 29th, and uh, yes, uh, proceed. I just want to know about your life. <coughs> Tell me about your life. Well, I was a poor girl raised by my mother, and uh, I'm a tough lady. I'm salt of the earth, and I've always made a way for myself. I was a nightclub dancer at a club called Shakers in New Jersey, but I always wanted to sing and dance, and I was like a young Madonna. I had thighs that wouldn't quit. I mean, I think a deposition of Erica Jane would be fascinating. Yeah. A lawyer would love to depose her because she's so fucking defensive. She can't handle a dinner party without trying to take someone down. If she has a lawyer asking her questions and not letting go, she she would be a nightmare. It would be amazing to watch. Well, hopefully we'll get to see that in this next season in some capacity. But, Megan, thank you so much for giving us legal advice or legal uh, guidance. Again, is there anything that you want to promote? Do you have an album coming out or anything? I just want to say that was not legal advice. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. These opinions are my own and are not reflective of legal advice at all, Um, (laughs) especially the ones where you and I argue. Okay. Heads up! Heads up! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Monday episode of So Bad It's Good. Uh, today, we we start off the week, as we always do, with a pop culture roundup. Today, we're celebrating something so huge, something that we, I think one of our, our Monday hosts made possible. This is her first time she will be going to the Super Bowl. You usually know her as a writer, a pop culture commentator, a fashionista, but today, she's a football player, and we're celebrating the Bengals' first trip to the Super Bowl, and how I don't even know how many years we'll find out. Sophie Ross, welcome to the show. (laughs) By the way, the last time the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, I just found out it was my mom was pregnant with my older sister. Oh, good. So it's like it's it's bringing the families closer together. You're you're sharing family memories with the Bengals. It's great. Well, like my whole family, they've always been like diehard Bengals fans. So I got like 20 calls from all my family members when this happened. Like everyone's so happy. Like my, I'm on a, uh, a text thread with like my guy friends and they know I don't watch football, but they're nice enough to like keep me on the thread just so I can feel like I have friends. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've never had 
so many people reach out to me about sports, but it's only because of you. Like people, like I didn't even, I realized it was Sunday, but I didn't even, uh, Beth from the Facebook group, which by the way, so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey Facebook group. It's awesome. She said, Oh, are you nervous? It's Casey and Bengals today. And I was like, Oh no, but I was only nervous. Cause I was like, if they lose, you're going to be in a bad mood. And Correct. so that I was, and then my roommate said, "Uh Oh, looks like they're going to lose at the end. And I was like, Oh, fudge but then they yeah. pulled out. So the whole were, time it, it the whole time it looked like we were gonna lose and by the way yeah, they came felt, they came from three didn't they come from like three we were points? down 21 to three and then we won and over was that all because of joe burrow yeah he's the man joe burrow i mean it was a team effort evan mcpherson our <laughs> kicker, is everyone calls him shooter shooter mcpherson our kicker he's great von <laughs> bell made the interception on defense you know, it was a team effort and I don't have Super Bowl tickets, but now I want to get them. Guys, if anybody has any Super Bowl hookups, I mean, I know that's kind of an impossible question. $5,000 online. We were looking so like TBD on that, but either way I want to go to LA and just like, yeah, you're just like, go, Yeah. We'll go to a bunch of, uh, yes. somebody, somebody just said we could, uh, we could do a little, uh, meetup or something. If that happens, yes. it would be hysterical, which I mean, that, that sounds amazing. I'm, I'm just happy for you, but also you talk about these sports players. Like I talk about the real house of Beverly Hills. Well, it's funny because I took a screenshot because my feed, it's like I follow just like Bengals fans and then like Bravo fans. Yeah. And my, and my feed was so funny. It was like, um, Bengals shocked the world. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. And then Gibson Johns, who I love, yeah, I love anyway, he goes, literally, all I can think about is the art. R-H-O-B-H cast trip to Aspen. Yes. Well, that's a huge news story today, but I wanted to, to give the Bengals their due right up front before. This is the most I've ever talked to about sports. And Patrick Mahomes was the KC quarterback. Yeah. And he choked. He choked. Patrick, Patrick <laughs> Machokes. And his, his girlfriend is Brittany, right? Oh God. And so she had a lot of drama actually. Well, this is like an interesting, if you're not a sports fan like this is because she's kind of like an influencer. So last week when they won the division, she influenced round, her husband to lose. Well, she, she's always been just kind of like, people just like think she's annoying because she's a little over the top, but it's like, she supports her husband. Yeah, but yeah. last week she, from her like heated seat at the AFC, the game of the chiefs, the chiefs bills game, whatever last weekend at the divisional round, when they won, she started spraying champagne on the fans that were out in the cold. And she just like, it seems like she just doesn't, you know, care like about like the fans, like, why are you just like pouring champagne over everyone? So she got backlash for that. And then she was like, I wish I could do whatever I want and not get bullied. And then she made like team Britney. Shirts. Yeah. And she actually sold a lot of those team Britney shirts this week. Yes. I read, I actually read this story, but I mean, in, in counterpoint, like if you, if your dude say your, your guy, like, I don't, I, I, I don't know what business he's in, but like, imagine he's like the top of his business and he wins some big business trophy out of nowhere or whatever business he's in. Would you spray champagne in? You're like, I'm so happy for my boyfriend. Like, isn't that the, the, isn't that what she was doing? Yeah. She was celebrating. That's, that's the thing. It's like, she's allowed to celebrate and like be a supportive, like wife they're engaged, but like, she's, oh sorry, okay. you know, they have a kid, they have a kid together either way. Um, and they've been dating since high school, by the way, which is also like a lot of people are like, oh, Patrick, like, you know, you can get someone like better now. But it's like he knows that that girl loves him for him, not for like his fame and money or whatever. Well, but but now, but now she extra loves him because of the fame and money. Like she always well, loved him. But now it's like, I really love you now. You yeah, know? I'm sure she does. Yeah. So like, she's allowed to celebrate it's reverse Erica Janie. It's reverse she, Erica Janie. 
Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Like like falling in love with somebody before they're famous. Oh, yeah. Erica Jane, like he had no money and she still fell in love with him. And now she's getting the spoils because now he is rich. It's reverse Erica Jane. Erica Jane's is the opposite where she just likes him for the money. And now he has nothing. And she's like, bye. (laughs) He's he's a fugly slut and he's old and he has Alzheimer's and he falls down a lot. And he has eyes, his bad eyes. And his his house got broken into and he confronted the burglar and then he had to go have eyes. Surgery and then his car, his son's her son's car flipped five times. They need a show with Tom Girardi and Randall Emmett, like like hanging out. Like that would be amazing if Randall could get back Wait, at Lala. But, like, just a show of like the the villains, the, the yeah, the Bravo celebrities who are dealing with legal drama. Yeah, but then you should like then have like there's like competitions, and then you should have like the host be like Harry Dubin or somebody like that. Like oh it'd be like, God. gentlemen, we've got a a tough competition today and the winner will get free legal work for three months you know right like that's that'd be a good show it'd be like a true crime x bravo takeover yes or you could do with villains and then like you'd be like okay this is this this is the deal you're uh you're caught with a stripper or prostitute what excuse will you give instagram to get out of it you know (laughs) prostitution whore <laughs> By the way, Jersey comes back on Tuesday. Real Housewives of New Jersey, the new season. Set your calendars, folks. Um, so, okay. Have you ever heard of um, White Claw Surge? Is that like a White Claw with a Red Bull? It's White Claw with like extra alcohol in it. Oh, I so love this isn't an ad. I'm just telling you what it I've should be called. Before. White Claw problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seltzers really weren't a thing at all when I was, I mean, like the fact that like we got onto a seltzer kick and then we're like, oh, we need to add alcohol to this. And now everybody has a seltzer company. It's like Papa John's seltzer. Yeah, but you know why they're great though? 
because kind of like lover boy, which by the way, my boyfriend and his roommate love lover boy and they don't even watch summer house. They like buy lover boy without it being. No, it's actually starting to become an actual brand. Yeah. It's super successful, but like, like lover boy seltzer has a high like water content. So you get less hungover which is like, just great. Like, cause I get super, super, super terrible hangover. So when I drink like something that has more water in it, it helps. But my thought on that is, yo, I'd rather the, let me control my water intake. You get me fucked up. <laughs> like I, I'm depending on this to get me buzzed. Yeah. And if you just like, pour this 80% place. water, then it's like, I can drink a glass of water for that. You know, it's free out of the tap water. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Sorry to burst. Okay. Anyways, let's get into this. Uh, but yeah, two weeks from now is the Super Bowl. Very, very exciting. We're very happy for Sophie. Um, I had so many people reaching out about this. I feel like I won something. Um, but know, today it's so cute when people are like, congrats. And it's like, I literally didn't do anything, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's get into it. Um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills did have a cast trip to Aspen. And this is when you know you're already going to have a good season because we've been talking online about this cast trip all damn weekend. It feel like it feels like they've been there for a year because of so many rumors already circulating. Have you been following all of this stuff? Yeah. So I heard that Dorit and Erica left the trip and that, that Rina. What? Oh, no, see, that's that's no, no. You can keep going with what you heard, and then I'll. Oh, so it. I heard wrong. No, you're okay, no, 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 no. You heard what you read, what you saw, which was you thought was right. But I want to. It's a bigger point I want to make. I'm being gaslit right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're, no, but I heard also that Rinna. It seemed like Rinna may have turned on Erica and Dorit, which is just rich because Rinna always just wants to be on like the fan favorite side. She wants to stay on the show. Yeah. So it's like she saw how much hate she got last year by defending Erica. Now she's like, bye, Erica. Okay. So what you saw was actually, I believe, Queens by Bravo, Queens of Bravo, I think, made that a post. And that was not the case. Erica and Dorit still were there. They just did, they weren't at the one restaurant with them. So they did not leave early. In fact, they all flew back on a private jet today, which Kyle Richards just posted a photo about an hour and a half ago with all of them. I would have loved if they had left in a huff. And by the way, they might have left in a huff, but they did not leave Aspen and they're all together. But it brings me to my larger point is that I wake up on Saturday. Uh, I wake up with so many messages, so many, cause this is what my life is. And it's like Erica Jane, innocent, uh, cleared of all charges. She has been cleared of all charges in the Girardi case and without prejudice. And she does not have to pay anything. And every flipping Bravo account picked it up and said like, yay or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait before I post anything. Cause this doesn't sound right because earlier in the week, we had a, a thing where they're trying to get back the $750,000 earrings that they can prove Girardi took and paid for with Girardi Keys money. So it didn't sound right. And of course, Jay Edelson, who is in charge of this, tweeted me back and said, yo, no, this is not correct. We're just refiling in Los Angeles. Yes. We closed it down. But that's my thing is like, this rush to judgment on, on every side. I'm not talking about like this, this. We're going to put so much misinformation out there. And I know this speaks to a larger thing of our political landscape and all that, which I'm not going to get into. You can draw those comparisons, but it frustrates the hell out of me because so all these accounts want to be the first to post something of like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I got, I got a scoop. And then the scoop is never right. But the thing is like, 
you know, 80% of the people already saw it and it will probably not see the next post correcting it. And it's really exactly. frustrating. I hated how that kept going viral. Like charges were dropped against Erica. And she like, posted it on her own account. Yes. She, she knows they weren't dropped and she is trying to distract just like Jen Shaw. And that's what's frustrating because she reposted the Us Weekly article. She reposted fan accounts. She reposted all this knowing damn well that was not the truth. Exactly. And it kept like going around and people are like, Erica's not, may not be guilty of this. And it's like, but she is, they're refiling <laughs> the charges. And I, I said this on my Instagram. I love Christian Grace. Snow. Uh, I've been on his slut pig podcast and he's been on mine, but he posted a funny meme of like, you know, that we like uh, that uh, Erica Jane haters were like, she's not see she's like freaking out. But it's like, no, I'm not freaking out because I'm an Erica Jane hater, hater. I'm freaking out because you're not actually giving the truth out there. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, if she's innocent, we're going to find out regardless. I don't like I said all along, I do not think she actually told him, like, you've got to transfer this money to this account right here. Uh, but I do think. She did get gifts that were bought by Gerardi Key's money, and she needs to give those back because that goes back to the victims. And she's fighting that, you guys. That is what her court filings are doing. And I do have a lawyer that will be on today's episode that is going to walk us through that a quick 10-minute segment so we really can get from a somebody that actually does this for a living. But it's just frustrating because she's using yeah. this to affect the you know, public's perception public's of the case, yeah. and it confuses things. Yeah. And it also frustrates me how, like, um, how, oh my God, sorry, I lost my train of thought. You can edit this out. I was just about to say something. Joe Burrow. No, it was about how, oh, I feel like people are losing sight of like what this is actually about. Like you said, which is about her, the victims getting compensated for the money that was stolen from them from Tom by Tom. So that's what it's about is getting that money in those goods from Erica. And she's yeah. not letting, it's not like, did Erica know was she helping steal money? It's like, <laughs> it's not about that. It's about her being, it's about right and wrong and her getting that money to the rightful owners of that money. And she's refusing to do that. Yeah. In fact, Sandra, can you reach out to Jay Edelson this week and see if he'd be interested in coming on? Because uh, I did talk to Ronald Richards at one point. So Jay would be a great person to have on. But uh, he did, uh, you know, he tweeted me back and I said, yeah, that's it's just sad that people saw that first like Us Weekly article and they haven't retracted. So people think that's the truth, yeah. because why wouldn't you? Re- you know, if you, you read these things, you think they're the truth, because why else would you post something if they're, it's not the truth? And then somebody wrote underneath it was like, uh, it's sad. Oh, sad. I think it's sad that you're rooting this hard against Erica Jane. And somebody correct, corrected this dude and was like, yo, this ain't about Erica Jane. This is, this is about making the victims whole. This is not about like, it's sad that these victims are fighting for their money. And it's like, really, you got to take the Erica Jane out of it of just, they just want the settlement money. And Jay Edelson said she could pay a hefty, uh, you know, a hefty settlement price and everything's done. No criminal activity, all of that. And that is the truth. She owes a bunch of money on behalf of her husband and what her husband has given her. There is no criminal filing or charges. Uh, Then they will have to file charges if they do not get their money. But that will once again, not be like Erica Jane knew about it. That we're, we're out of that whole business. Right. Right. I feel like, yeah, that's what's frustrating to me is that I feel like people are like still kind of defending the fact that she didn't know. And it's like, it's not about that. Yeah, well, I mean, but I like it because we're, we're pro like, and that's why I'm saying we're prime for another season now. Like, look yeah. at me, look at my life. Look at me. I'm, vi- I'm, 
us Wiggler says I'm free. I'm in, I'm I'm innocent, everybody. Like it is so. So that was the thing. Then we heard that that fight happened, but then Erica still was there. Now Erica just posted on her Instagram. Well, also Garcelle and Sutton like unfollowed Erica. Yes, that's that was the next story yeah. after that. Uh, I just got sent that Erica just posted. Thank you to my friends that know me. It's a marathon. I love you. EX. You know what? Your friends oh, that know you, why don't you up. put them on a group text? Like, I, I like this martyr shit is like, yo, you're a tough lady. Be tough and accept what happened. Like, that's like her fighting for the wealth and the riches because somebody gave her these as gifts, but they gave her gifts of stolen money. Like, it's a really cut and dry thing in my book. I don't know if you listeners agree with me or if you think I'm. Uh, that's not shouldn't be the case. She should be allowed to keep everything that was bought with stolen money. But I don't know. Like to me, it's obviously a really simple not. thing. Yeah, obviously not. She should not be able to keep the things that she got with stolen money. And a good person would recognize, hey, a lot of this stuff. I know it's hard to give up your lifestyle, your luxurious lifestyle once you get a taste of it. Well, but at the same time, she's lucky to get out of this without any kind of like criminal thing against her. And she has a TV show that's a hit. She has a huge music career. No, I mean, she yeah. like she has things that she, and she'll be able to land another old dude. Like she's already been trying. So like all of this can go back to the way it was, but don't fight for shit. That's not yours. You already are so blessed. Still, you're probably more famous or infamous than you ever have been. People actually know your name outside of reality shows circles, but like, cut your losses, you know, give the shit back, give the jewelry back. Like yeah, that's, exactly. and um, that separates like, you know, a, a good person from a real life villain. Like she is actually a real life villain for not giving that money back. What else are we supposed to think? What else are we supposed to yeah. think? Like, I, that's yeah, the, it's like, it's not even a debate anymore. Like people that defend her, it's like, it's not a debate. She is, it's black and white. She is a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I love the black and white stuff. And Lisa Rinna wears horrible, ugly, big sunglasses. She looks like the Terminator oh for the it's love of God. Ridiculous. She's trying to be, she's trying to be Elton John so bad. She can't, she's like, hey, hey, look at my Harry. I was not prepared for that. Are you okay? Ryan just it heard himself my doing his Lisa Rinna impression. It sounds like, I'll say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I've got wealth and money. I'll say, I'm not worried about going bankrupt. No, no, no. I can unfollow whoever I say. I'll say, I'll say. So Wait, Garcelle like, unfollowed it's like, Erica. It's like the movie Split, but you're like all of the different Real Housewives. Yeah, this is, this is, by the way, this like, is. The orphans and the widows. This, this it's is actually my. actually <laughs> diametrical opposite. Uh, I'll tell you a story. I had, I met John Wayne when I was a kid. He came up to me and he was like, hey, son, what are you doing at my house? Um, This is the only use I've gotten out of my ASU theater degree, by the way, so. Um, it makes you feel sick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I'm Dorit. Dorit P3O. 3PO. It's actually the diametrical opposite. Yeah. And everybody on this cast trip is wearing their designer names like out. Like, is that the, has it always been like that? Or is like, I'm seeing so many like things with like the name. And I'm like, you're just wearing advertisements for that fashion brand. I don't even know what fashion is anymore. It's like, like old Navy doesn't just slap old Navy on. Well, maybe they do, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, 
Well, yeah, because there's not a market for people who want to wear Old Navy splashed all over themselves. Shut the fuck. You know what? We don't agree. We don't. This is not a black and white issue. We don't agree. Um, but what you said earlier is true. So what happened is Garcelle unfollowed Erica supposedly after a fight at dinner, and Sutton, being the good friend she is, unfollowed Erica as well. Now this made page six, but then the next day Sutton decided to follow back Erica, and they put out a like not a press release, but they put out of like a a close source to the uh, to the ladies said that uh, Sutton realizes this is Garcelle's. Um, issue to deal with. And at this point, she doesn't have a problem with Erica. But I kind of, that bummed me out because I was like, I love the thought of something like, you got a problem with her, you got a problem with me, you know? Yeah, well, I want, you know, the tides to kind of turn where where um, Dorit and Erica are the ones ostracized instead of Garcelle and Sutton like they were last season. Well, so yeah, you... I want them to have beef and I want them to drive Erica out of the group. Did you see that that photo that was posted on the private jet going to Aspen? Yeah, where, and you can see Erica Dorit in the background. And they yeah, like Eric, well, no, Erica Dorit and then Kyle and Mauricio. You can't even see Kyle and Mauricio because they're covered up by all the, the new cast members and Crystal and Sutton and Garcelle. And they look, uh, they look so happy. And I'm like, I mean, that's the future. And that is why that's funny when you postulate that theory earlier about Rinna of like, Rinna's like, hey, hey, everybody, what's going on? I always like you, Sutton. You're my favorite. Yeah, like now that she saw Garcelle and Sutton are like the runaway fan favorites, she's like, oh, got to get on their side now. And she's so fake and so calculating and it like works. Well, that was the rumor that was given to Dumois, I think, or Queens of Bravo. And and it was something about there was an argument over like Rinna saying something of like, you can't like be dependent on pills or alcohol, I think. Allegedly, by the way, take everything that goes through Dumois with a grain of salt. She even says... These are not verified, but that would be such an interesting. I don't believe it because Rena would never bring up pills, right. knowing all the pill accusations she's had against her. Exactly. You know? So I don't know. I don't know yeah. about that one. But by the way, it's very exciting to. It's like, wow! I actually, I actually am excited again. Like this thing is a juggernaut. Like they really yeah. can't help. That is. I'm. I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of that pill comment because I can. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Because it's like, Rena would be such a hypocrite for saying that. But also, like, she probably does want to turn on Erica, knowing that the fans hate Erica. Yeah, so this was the quote. Okay, just got off the phone with him. Wow, the tea. This is Queens of Bravo. Dorit helped Erica pack last night, and they both left Aspen. Things got heated on the topic of Erica. Lisa was mocking Dorit. Lisa said, you can't self-medicate with pills and alcohol, referring to Erica. A producer had to step in, and they stopped filming. Then all the girls made an agreement to not name call anymore, and filming resumed. They left the cafe now. Only Kyle, Kathy, Lisa, Garcelle, Crystal, and Sutton are here. But once again, that can be... Dorit and Erica actually just went someplace else. So none of that seems verified... Do an impression of Rena mocking Dorit. Oh, okay, of, of what I just wrote or what I just... No, because it said that Rena mocked Dorit. So, like, what would that sound like? <laughs> oh, I'm Dorit. I got a British accent. <laughs> PK's no Harry Hamlin. <laughs> you're, you're busted. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't hurt yourself again. I know. That really does hurt. Wait, also, one of... So, my mom said the same thing, but one of my co is like in her 50s maybe she said that and everyone says that harry hamlin was like the sexiest person alive at one point dude i remember being a little kid when the show la law came on that my 
parents would watch on NBC and he was the sexy lawyer and he was Literally named people's sexiest man alive one year. Um, okay. So Queens of Bravo did a correction, but the thing, this is what the, what's crazy. This is what frustrates me is that the actual rumor that wasn't completely true, which I just read to you got 5,000 likes. The correction got 2700 likes yeah there's a big amount of people that don't get to see the correction and like i know you want the like i know like believe me i'm the same way like i know you want the likes you want that but it's like maybe delete you know like i mean it's just it's not good to keep that stuff up there in my personal opinion but yeah queens of bravo did a correction per my source erica diana and dorit after an intense talk while shopping they have pictures of them they don't want to see the others and erica has zero interest in any of them they are still very much here that was yesterday then today everything is good again they all took photos by kyle's jet the private chat and mauricio is on this cast trip as well so I think they got a couple more weeks of filming and then it's in the can. Yeah, wait. So weren't we supposed to get the trailer soon? Or maybe? I don't know. I don't I don't think that. I don't Oh, I, I thought know. we were for some reason because I really want the trailer already. Oh, it would be filming for a while. But that's what they should do. Like they need to do that shit like they do with superhero movies of just like just like you just like just like blackness and like you'll like see famous like famous clips from other episodes, and then you just see Erica and Rinna going into a room and then it's like spring 2022 you know like just like something it doesn't even need to be good it can just be like one new footage shot of them all by or like erica going like they don't know me at all so fuck them yeah yeah (laughs) it's so stupid this is this is literally what i talk this is so stupid okay so moving on uh summer house this week uh Alex is still a complete uh, misfire in terms of casting. It got even yeah, like, but, what was that casting choice? Well, he literally, you guys had a, a pickup line with a girl where he said he likes to take digestive pills, digestion pills. Like who's ever like at a pool party going like, I know. Yeah, I take digestion pills, but it's almost, I said this earlier. It's almost working for me in the sense of it's not working at all. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like, funny it's like funny. Even- you just know that they're going to like reject him. Like he's, they're going to reject him from the group. So it's kind of like sad. Well, you that's know, what I'm saying. Did he get cast? Did he get cast to be rejected? Like that's, I want to know what producers, cause I'm like, he either has a big secret that we don't know yet, or they're picking somebody that they can all go against. I don't know. Maybe that, or maybe someone for, for Lindsay, like a love interest for Lindsay. Cause this was before her and Carl and yeah, after if- her and Jason. Uh, this is big news. Luke Gulbrunson will be on the show this week. Uh, Luke will be in tonight's episode of Summer House. Luke Gulbrunson is back. Uh, he was at the uh, Watch What Crappens Awards this past week. He's a good dude. I'm I'm excited to ask uh, some questions. He's just like a good, like he just seems like he, he doesn't. And by the way, he doesn't fully. I don't. I don't think he even fully understands the drama. I think he gets a kick out of all of us getting a kick out of it, but. We yeah. all had that rumor that him and Lindsay were hooking up. So I can't wait to see what he thinks about Lindsay and Carl. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I was never hooking up with her. I mean, I've been a Luke defender for forever. Like Luke is just like a nice Midwestern guy. And I do think it's hypocritical a little bit how like Paige is doing the exact same thing that everyone freaked out about Luke doing, which was leading two people on at the same time. So it's like Paige gets to do it and she ripped Luke apart for it. Like, 
I don't know. It's very, but isn't, but isn't that the case with even humanity is that Paige yeah. has the ability to talk her way out of things and she's very charming and she's very that. So like, those are the people that usually get out of everything because they can talk and they can spin. Luke is not, I mean, we've all like, I love Luke, but we all know on the show, he's not been like able to explain himself at times. He gets caught in things where he doesn't know how to tell the story. He lo- like the man speaks through igloo igloos and tapping wood for maple syrup. Like that's his Speaking well, language, yeah. Suit and tie, hair slick back drives me wild. I wonder if he'll sing the song for me tomorrow. That would be amazing. Yeah, but I think uh, it's just like I, I mean, everyone called Luke a fuck boy, and I'm like, well, Paige is a fuck girl then. Yeah. By the way, fuck girls do exist, from what I hear from other girls. Oh yeah, and that's fine. Like, be a fuck girl. Like, we see Craig and Austin this week too. Unfortunately, on oh, Summer God. House. God, oh, I'm so sick of that. And so. And so we're going to potentially see the Sierra Austin thing heat back up. But then we know from the preview that I've said this every episode since is that we get the scene with him and that Lindsay Austin where he's like, licks Lindsay front he's to like, back. I'm going to, I'm going to eat. I'm going to lick, I'm going to lick you front to back, which is yeah. by the way, I, I will make a citizen's arrest. If I meet Austin just for that line, I'll be like, sir, that's not acceptable on TV. It's you know? just not, or just not on TV. It's just not okay in general. Well, if I'm watching this show with my fake kids and then all of a sudden they're like, daddy, why is that man saying he's going to lick that girl front to back? I then have to explain what a rim job is. And that is just not the conversation I want to have with my fake kids when I'm trying to relax. Exactly. Exactly. Austin should know better. Um, I am so hungry right now. I'm craving um, Che. Are you craving Che? I'm craving, I'm craving me, me some Che. Miranda this week on And Just Like That, which by the way, next, this week is the final episode. And I'm like, you guys didn't, like you guys have like Nothing 30. Happens. But like, there's like 30 uh, like storylines that I'm like, wait, you didn't even, like remember when Miranda had an alcohol problem in the first couple of episodes? And are they saying that her love of Che cured her alcoholism that yeah, they like, were what happened to that and oh, like you know she dumped out all of her alcohol it was resolved she dumped out all of her she alcohol. like she i mean that's but it takes the love of a good che to really exactly battle your demons like that but i the show like remember when the 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 podcast producer was always given carrie eyes the good looking guy yeah like we didn't, we never even saw it. I was like, oh, they're gonna hook up definitely. So and, we never leads- saw- and her personal trainer, her exactly, PT but, trainer. But that leads me to believe that that this is definitely gonna do a second season. Oh yeah, for sure. For I'm sure. I mean, as much as people were like, as much as people were making fun of it, the ratings were very high. I, it, I Sophie, I am not joking when I say it is my favorite watch of the week every week. There. Unfortunately, it's Damn. not in a watch where I, I I'm hating literally every moment of it. But I've now realized that's exactly what I what I want from shows is to hate it every minute there where I'm cringing the entire time. And it I, I love it. So like, hey, you get this ring. It's never coming up to get you as far. It's never coming up. Like Steve, you fuck. I but, want Steve and Carrie to fuck. Oh, did you see that? You're like, I got your ring. It's in the P trap, Carrie. Here's your ring. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like they're treating him like a like a, a just a very disturbed young man where they're like, Carrie's like, Steve, you're not gonna no, no, to death. Like you you have to have two people that agree until death do you like so is Steve like pretty much yeah. saying what is the second season celibate for the rest of his life? Or, or what if the second season's like a turn, which will lead into our next story, uh, where he's like, "Yeah, Jay, what's up? I'm Steve. 
Let's go down this dark alley, Che. And you know, like he goes like psycho, and they have to do a restraining order against Steve. Can you because, imagine if that's how the season ends? Well, what if he's like, uh, hey, anybody within earshot, Che Diaz has AIDS. Che Diaz has. And that leads us to our next story that Kanye West, folks, Kanye West, the genius rapper, self-proclaimed genius rapper. Uh, there was a story that that went went out to this week saying that he would he will yell to anyone with an earshot that Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian's new boyfriend, has AIDS. That's not a joke. Yeah. So that is not a joke. How insane is that? Very, very, very fucked up and very damaging. And just, yeah. But also the trope of, like, the trope of using, and by the way, I know people that that live with AIDS now, and I also was a, a, a young man when the AIDS crisis really was in full bloom, and, you know, I, you know, I remember Philadelphia with Tom Hanks, and remember, like, I had an AIDS ribbon poster on my wall, which is just so fascinating in retrospect. My parents must have been genuinely worried about me. Who has a framed, anyways. Um, but this is just, it's damaging and it's stupid and it's disrespectful to people that actually suffer from AIDS or have died from AIDS because this was an epidemic, but it's just not funny. And for somebody so enlightened with through God and all, like, this is a line where it's like, yo, I can't, I know you hate Pete Davidson. Say, say Pete Davidson smells like, say like he has like, you know what I'm saying? This say is he like, has butthole eyes. He, that was like a thing for, I think Barstool said that about him. Barstool and Sophie said that about Or like, say I mean, like he has a bleached but, butthole or something. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just not, it's just really, really, really messed up for a lot of reasons. And yeah. I so mean, he's not going to. It he's, seems like Pete hasn't like responded or like given him the time of day or anything. No, he's doing exactly what he should do. Yeah. Is nothing. Like he's going out for Korean barbecue with Kim Kardashian in Los Angeles with Chloe got to go on a date with them this week, you know, and they went to like a dive, um, you know, a dive place and they went and sang karaoke in Koreatown afterwards. I've done the, that, that hangout, you know, like that is a very normal date, which, it feels kind of like Kim is cosplaying as a normal person all of a sudden. It's like yeah. it's like Notting Hill or something of like, I'm going to be a regular girl again. And I'm going to be a regular girl. <laughs> I'm a real girl. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, do you think like they, Chloe like asked, like, can I come along for a little, little press too? Because Chloe never gets, Chloe does just like extreme Photoshop Instagram posts, but we never, like, wouldn't you love if, like, Chloe was like, hey, I'm going back to college. Like, wouldn't that be the most amazing post? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I would be like, oh, yeah, her. girl. Like, I would yeah. love for her to, like, I feel like just being in the spotlight, like, she can't even post a photo without getting ripped to shreds. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Folks, it's that time of every episode that we get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by my friends at Anna Luisa. Uh, it is the new year, and uh, I know we all want to reinvent our style, right? So that's why you got to go to Anna Luisa Jewelry. Um, Anna Luisa Jewelry is made for you and the planet in mind. They are 100% carbon and water neutral, but it's also like really pretty. You know, if you ask me, they actually sent me a couple uh, of things that I got to choose. And uh, hey, mom, if you're listening, you might be getting a Valentine's Day gift. But they really were beautiful. They're, they, they, they're for all ages. I thought they were really, really pretty and very cool and actually very affordable. Their versatile designs are perfect to mix and match and wear every day. So you can layer your necklaces together, as I see a lot of ladies doing these days. Uh, Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, has timeless jewelry for any occasion. A cute ring to show off at the grocery store when you pay for your groceries. Uh, there's a dainty bracelet for when you pick up an iced coffee and luxurious necklaces that make your friends think, yo, she's making a lot of money. Uh, she's wearing a necklace like that. But the best part is Anna Luisa jewelry starts at $39. The prices are incredible. With our code SOBAD, you can get 40% off your order at shop.analuisa.com. That is 40% off, you guys. That's huge. I'm not a math guy, but that's almost 50%, which is almost half off. That's exciting. So at Anna Luisa, once again, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, their pieces are the perfect gift for anybody on your list, a friend, a partner, a sister-in-law, a daughter to spoil, or even yourself. Yeah, yeah, just buy something for yourself. It's so easy to do. I do it all the time on the computer. It's wild. Plus, the gift guide on their website, along with their bestsellers page, are great destinations to browse most gifted options. And that's really important because I went on their website, you guys, and they had so much to choose from, but that was an actual great place to start because... Uh, I'm trying to learn more about jewelry now, but it's actually awesome. They show you what their bestsellers are, things that you should pay attention to. Um, while you're at it, if you're going to get yourself a necklace, why don't you throw one in for your sister? Why don't you throw one in for that cousin that you barely speak to, but it's kind of a nice thing like, hey, I remember you. Just buy jewelry for everybody because you're getting 40% off anyways. Uh, oh, how could I forget? New jewelry collections are released every Friday. Wow. That's cool. Uh, so get yourself and your loved ones the perfect gift with up to 40% off. Check out Anna Luisa at shop.analuisa.com forward slash so bad. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And if you guys have a problem, always email me. Uh, I know you guys are going to love them. And now back for the remainder of our show. And it's 
you know, I. But did I you see those I talons? Feel... The talons were the weird. Talons. Her, her nail the, talons wait, were so weird. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Yeah. Nosferatu they were so weird. Yeah. So that photo where her, it was so photoshopped, and her hands were so pale. And, and you like, saw yeah, like, the actual reflection of Chloe's actual face in the, the up. Uh, if you look at that photo that we're talking about on Instagram, I think it's maybe down now, but you could see Chloe, the unphoto, unretouched photo of Chloe on top of the car. Um, but by the way, still look beautiful, but just not what she's presenting as her look on, on uh, Instagram, which also Kim accidentally did that this week too and totally Photoshop failed her, her calf. Made it oh, look like yeah. Oh my god, that was so bad. And she deleted it. Yeah, but like that's the lengths that people are going through. But also, how do you how do these people, this team of people that are working on the Kardashian photos, how do you ever make a mistake? Like, does it like is it that's your one job is to make sure these go out without any kind of Easter egg on them of like, oh, right. you know. Well, it also says a lot that like literally every single photo, even when you don't realize it, even when there aren't like clear giveaways like that, like they're all photoshopped to the high heavens. Yeah. Which is just like messed up. Like that's what we're comparing ourselves to is just like people that are photoshopped and pretending that it's what they really look like, but it's like not. So, I yeah. will I will admit in the past when there's been a full body shot of me, I've added extra padding around the dong area. And I've been called out many times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've been called out many times on it. And I will admit that I have, I do not have the 13 inch dong that I self-proclaimed. The third leg that he third leg. I keep, I I will always tell my friends, wouldn't it be funny if we start a nickname for me called tripod? I'll I'll, just throw it out. Oh my God. One of my boyfriend's college friends nickname is literally horse cock. See what a like. That's like, I, I was like, that for is, that nickname. I, I was like, that is the nicest nickname. Oh. Like it's, it's, you know, because he has a horse car. Oh, I would literally be like, I would go out to places and go, yo, call me by my nickname. Call me by my nickname. Like call me horse car. Yeah. Call me <laughs> horse guy. Hey, what's your name? Well, it's Ryan, but my friends call me horse cock. you know, like, <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? I would love that. Like, that I mean that because but it's like then, you but you can't come up with your nickname like other people have to come up yes. with it. other people gave him that nickname like how epic is that or that's where like if I ever get uh successful uh uh I I'll I would love for you guys to throw in like sightings at Dumois of like Ryan Horsecock Bailey spotted at Carbone this week you know like just like well random you're things. like friends with Dumois so like she would just like post it. <laughs> No, I tried. No, no, I I tried to do that. uh, The first uh, season of Real Housewives of New York, I tried to send her like Ryan Bailey spotted with Leah McSweeney and she would never she would not. Well, it's like one of those where it's like a bunch of like spotted and it's like (laughs) it's like Jennifer Lawrence spotted and like Jay-Z spotted. And then it's like Ryan Bailey just like slipped in there. Yeah, it's randomly because then people just if they see it's like this it's like Erica Jane saying she's innocent on her own stories. Like people just, if they're just aware of it, they're not going to even think about it. And then finally they just accept you that you're like somebody, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So, Oh, also I talked to Gabrielle Bluestone this week and she's a big fan of yours. She Loves her. It, I, we had such a, good, such a good conversation. Uh, this yeah, week. she's awesome. She's so great. Um, did you watch the Janet Jackson documentary that was on lifetime this week? No, but I need to because I've been seeing uh, tweets about it. I didn't even know about it. And I yeah, it's a Lifetime. two. It's like four parts on Lifetime, and it's a Lifetime doc, so it's like 
but uh, Janet actually does interviews. It's great footage, but the unfortunate thing is, you know, it's still a lifetime documentary where it could go so much more intense, but uh, to clear some things up, she says that she is good friends with Justin Timberlake. They have healed, leave him alone. Uh, and after it happened, she advised him to not say anything. They were aiming everything at her. She didn't want any drama for him. Um, and I thought that was interesting because somebody on Twitter was like, Sorry, Janet, but no. <laughs> like, I love that she told him, don't make fun of, uh, like, leave Justin Timberlake alone. And then Twitter was like, no, I can't yeah, do that. I can't like, do that no, for you, Janet. Him. We yeah. hate him, so. What is your yeah. opinion of that? I mean, that Justin Timberlake, yeah, he sucks. Not only, you know, the <laughs> Janet Jackson thing, where he was given a pass for years and she was completely eviscerated. And he never really stood up for her. And then the Britney stuff. So yeah, Justin Timberlake is trash. And the fact that he cheats on his wife all the time. So yeah, he doesn't. Well, it sounds like it. He does. So yeah, not a a great guy. Let's just say that. But okay, but this actually brings up a larger point of like, if the person that we are trying to protect, Janet Jackson says, yo, we're cool. It's all good. You know, you know, I mean, do do we listen to her? I mean, you're saying no. I'm just saying, like, the person well, that think actually we know we know who Justin Timberlake is at this point. It's not even just about the Janet Jackson yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. It's about the it's a larger. Thing. Yeah, it's like we know who he is, and Man in the Woods. We can't forgive him for that. I'm the only one that like <laughs> I remember the first song was some weird song like "Sexy Back," but it was like I well, I forgot what it was, and I was like, I think I like this, and then everybody was like. Everybody hated it. Ryan was like, was like getting ready on to go like, on Twitter Woo! and give it a five star review, and <laughs> he opened the app and everyone was just shitting on it. I had just like uh, I'd put on my flannel man in the wood shirt. And my favorite that. was the people who like bought tickets to his concert like before oh, the know. album came out, and then when the album came out, they were like, "Wait, we don't." That was supposed to really pop, like uh, Future's "Sex Love Sounds." Uh, okay, also uh, in the Janet Jackson documentary, she says. Um, also the relationship with Michael, it was hard making the scream song and video. She felt isolated a lot. Um, she got married at 18, uh, just to, uh, get escape control from her dad. Uh, this, this is a pattern she repeated many times in her life. Um, one husband had a pill problem and was still very controlling, uh, told her she shouldn't go to the movies in jeans or with no makeup. You got to look like you when you go out. Um, she was very honest in this and talked about the pain of their divorce. She never had a secret baby as talked about, uh, the best healthiest relationship she ever had was Jermaine Dupree, which caught me off guard. Oh, isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. And it says, how long did she, was she with Jermaine Dupree? I'm not sure, but it says he treated her well, but he got caught in attention from women who would sleep with him because they knew he was dating her. Um, She never looked for sympathy or pity in this program. She seemed like she had accepted everything and very grateful. Um, All the stuff with Michael, the Michael Jackson accusations um, got landed, landed on her both times that he was, uh, he was accused of them and she got dropped from a Coca-Cola commercial because of it. And also it made the Super Bowl fallout even worse uh, because of the Michael oh, Jackson God. accusations. But it, well, it, it sucks that, you know, the actions of Michael Jackson affected Janet at all because, you know, that's not her, that's her brother. I got to say the, you know, like, uh, and we're not, we won't get into this conversation, but if anybody watched the HBO documentary from two and a half years ago, 
Escape from Neverland. Uh, it was really one of the darkest documentaries. It's a two-part documentary. It's well worth checking out. And it's really, really very disturbing. Um, uh, HBO Max, it went to Sundance, all that stuff. So really, really found that interesting. If you guys want to get deeper into that, I would suggest it. But yeah, Janet Jackson, you would just say, it's like with any celebrities, you can see how affected they are. Like, because they've been famous since they were little kids. This is, they've known nothing else. Like if any of us get super famous at this point, we'd still know we had this like really not casual, but like a decent family upbringing, middle-class and all that stuff. Like, you know, it would be a shock for us to, to get as wealthy as Janet or Michael at this point, but they're just used to it. So that exactly. really does warp your mind, you know? Well, yeah. And they're, what's their dad's name again? Uh, Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson just sounds like an absolute piece of work. Yeah, I mean, it does. Um, uh, What did you think of the Vanderpump reunion this week, Sophie? Oh, my God. We have to talk about Brock. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, you went off on Brock. Yeah, we went off on Brock on Twitter. I was like, am I in the twilight zone? Like, the way that he, like, so casually, like, first of all, like, basically admitted to visa fraud. Yeah, yeah. I I got no pushback about it. And then he was like, I I slapped my ex. I listen, I slapped my ex. I can't do a bra. I can't do Australia. (laughs) I slapped my ex across your face. And it's I'm sorry, it's not funny. It's like it's it's obviously like horrible. And like, yeah, we knew that there was like domestic violence charge. Like we didn't know the details, but he so casually said he slapped, he's like a big guy. Like yeah, imagine like it, like it can be anything. It's like maybe there was like, you know, like a little bit of shoving, but like he slapped her. Like, not saying that one is better than the other. It's both like domestic abuse, but it's like, oh my God. Like, well, I was just like so shocked by how like nonchalant they were like, tr- and he was just completely embarrassing himself. Well, I mean, that it's it just a, um, and so was Sheena. Well, but, but that's Sheena. Like, that's Sheener. always who she, well, Sheena has been. Sheener. Sheener. Um, but that's always how Sheena has been like, this is, this is exactly yeah. what the character of Sheena is. Uh, if you look at it from just the show itself, right. this is like and right in like, Sheena's wheelhouse. Exactly. It's like Sheena will defend like to the death, whatever loser. Why can't I be happy? Why can't yeah, I be happy? It's not about you being happy, Sheena. It's about letting someone have their weekend. Like yeah, just let them so, out the weekend. It's so so uh, interesting as they get older and potentially sad in some ways. But the Brock thing is, I, I think about that because it's like, okay, so can like this is something he admits to doing. He's not lying about doing it. So I encourage people to tell the truth. So that is that. What would be the appropriate reaction for you from somebody like Brock and what he did? And I was very curious. Has anybody interviewed his ex? Because I would be yeah, very curious like, about her her story. And her yeah, part. it seems like his ex, like, totally, you know, just is focused on staying private and, like, taking care of the kids because she has not come out once. And neither has anyone. I guess I actually saw maybe it was, like, in the Vanderpump Rules Reddit that someone was like, oh, I'm an Aussie and I actually, like, had mutual friends with Brock and he's always kind of, like, been a piece of shit. I can't remember exactly what they said, but it's like someone who actually like did know him um, that he's like kind of he is kind of a grifter, it seems like. And the fact that, you know, he owes child support and cannot speak to his kids until he pays the child support. Yet he's, he's trying to prove that he like it, it did. It is yeah, very it murky. No it's very it's very it's one of those murky well, right. things where it's like if someone if he actually wanted to see his kids, he would be fighting like tooth and nail 
to see his kids or to speak with them or whatever it is, but he's launching an app with the money that like could be going towards, you know, the fun to be able to like see his kids. Like he doesn't care about seeing his kids and it's very obvious. Well, the app is one thing, but the, the Bali wedding, I'm glad to have a 50, 50 partner. Well, I mean, on the sense that he's always there because he, you know, needs to get food and stuff, but no, like the Bali wedding was what shocked me was that like, we're going to do it in Bali next. It's going to be a big party. And it's like, that's more money that is getting spent where, yeah, like, how are you going to pay for that? I mean, that is a thing that does come up, but overall, I thought these reunions were excellent compared to the season. And it actually made me want a 10th season. What do you think? Oh, I definitely want another season. It's funny because I was like totally on board when the season was airing. I was like, I'm over it. Like, let's just, you know, if everyone says you're dead, it's time to lie down, you know? See, but, I, this is why you never can give up on things that you once loved. Never. I know, it's like the, the James and Raquel breakup, which also was so sad. And I'm glad they like jumped right into it right off the boat, oh, off the bat. I don't think it was planned and it was beautiful. Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, it was such a great entrance point. And I know it's their dark time, but such a great way to start uh, a reunion. Don't save that shit for like the middle. Like hit us with it immediately. Because we all know it's like the elephant in the room. We're like, oh my God, this is this huge thing where Raquel gives her ring back and like shocks the cast. Like, yeah, we need to see that right away. But it sounds like Raquel was like, I can't believe that they had it on sex since 2019. It sounds like maybe they like, like every once in a while. Finger blasted maybe, yeah. Finger blasted. (laughs) But like they weren't having regular sex since 2019. It sounded like she was just super, super, super unhappy. Like when she said that she was having nightmares about her wedding day, I was like, that's so dark. And like good for Raquel for getting out of that situation. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, and Raquel, a couple of moments, I really secretly think she is a, uh, uh, you know, a hidden MVP in the sense that she just tells the truth. Yeah. She, and, and she's so innocent that you can't, you can't really get mad at her. Cause she's like, I've known Lala to always be a mistress. That's how I met her. <laughs> and it was like, yes, that's the truth. And you can't knock somebody that lives their life on a truthful way. So Lala can't even come back at Raquel, except for her to call her like Bambi eyed bitch and like shaky voice and blah, exactly. blah, blah, whatever. What is she going to say? Like it's true. Yeah. Like what is Lala going to say to that? It's true. But that's the thing is that Lala keeps wanting to hold on to this thing of like, we know damn well, all of us. And if you even watch the show, go back in the seasons, she was with knowledge dating a married man. That was the deal. That was the whole deal. So for Lala now to say like, really, really paint this picture and just continue to lie of like, yeah, I don't, no, I never saw her. Like we never went to their place. He we, he was always traveling. I always like that. That part of this is a complete lie. And I understand why she's doing that, but it's like, it's just weird. Yeah. It's like, that's why people like Raquel, I think can really shine through because they, once you hear, hear it from somebody that comp- tells the truth all the time, you can't question her. And it's like, exactly. She lives in reality and Lala doesn't like, it was such a joke that Lala was like, I wish that you guys would have come to me about Rand. And it's like, can you imagine if someone came to Lala about Rand, she would bite their head off. Like, obviously they're not coming to you about Rand, you idiot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, well, and also, yeah, like, but also if you watch the past seasons, they did try to go to Lala about Rand. Like they did. There's a whole season and a half where Randall was never even named. He was like Voldemort. He was always, um, yeah. you know, and then remember the NDAs at Coachella with Ariana and Tom. And I will say that like, that is a, you know, is that those cast members 
Like this, I'm just saying Lala knows more than she like lets yeah. lets on, which I, I totally get. But the James thing, uh, I thought they handled it really well on the show. But unfortunately, DJ James Kennedy has unfollowed um, Raquel and uh, said she's drinking every night. Ridiculous. Because Raquel had a party, a viewing party where they had penis straws. And uh, yeah. but Raquel said the reason it was an the unengagement party. party. Yeah. Unengagement party where they also watched. But it. Like Raquel, the way Raquel explained it, though, was just like, yeah, this is one of the toughest days of my life to actually watch this on TV. And, uh, you know, my friend suggested on throwing this for me and like actually trying to make a good thing out of it. And I just like once again, you're like, yeah, she's not trying to hurt anybody. She's trying to live yeah. her life like she, you know, and like James, don't say you love her and the best is yet to come for her if you don't mean it, because then he's like unfollowing and doing drama bullshit online. And he's, try- he's posting his new girl, like trying to make <clears throat> jealous, clearly like he's clearly like, you know, not coping well. Oh, my God. Moving on. You know, I did uh, Twitter. We did it. Joe Burrow at Sophie Ross. J.D. Harmeyer, who works on Howard Stern show, just like that tweet. And I'm a huge Stern Wait, show fan and J.D. Harmeyer Har- fan. Do you know J.D.? Yeah, we're we're like friends because he's a Bengals fan. Dude, he's on the Stern show for the last 15 years. And he is like, he's amazing. Like, I, 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 we DM all the please, time. I fanboy on, on, on JD, man. He's, I'll tell him. I'm oh, gonna, that'll make his day. That'll oh, make his day. Cause I, I don't listen. And he'll be like, oh, I mentioned on the show. And I'm like, I don't. Oh, he's one of the funniest parts of the show. Like, and he's like, we've all watched great JD grow from a boy to a man. He's like almost 38 now, but on the show, he came when he was 23. He was a virgin. He was all of this stuff. And it's like, it, he is he is hysterical even when he's trying not to be hysterical, but he's actually a really funny guy uh, as well. But I'm going to, I'm going to let him know, please. I would, I would love that. Um, So uh, also, so Vanderpump rules season 10, I think we're going to get it. Definitely. Um, What else? Real Housewives of New Jersey starts on Tuesday. Like I said earlier, and I saw the first episode and the very last minute, something gets dropped. That's really good. That, that you're like, Oh damn, this is going to be, it's going to be a great season. And they do heavily feature the Louis Teresa storyline. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Maybe this is the season I get back into NJ. Yeah. So it's really fascinating. Also, congratulations goes out for the 30th time to Nick Cannon, who is having another baby with another woman. Uh, they had the, uh, the, the gender reveal today. Now, of course he did uh, have a tragic passing of his son uh, a couple of months ago, but I also thought like, I'm not, but I thought he was going to chill out because he like got so many different girls pregnant over the course of the pandemic. So he even said he was like, even before the death of his son, he said he was done. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, there's another one. Like, like he, he, how does he have have money left? He's probably so much child support every month. Too much stress. That's gotta be for like what also, also like it's like Tristan Thompson sperm or somebody, you know, it's like, damn. My God. Seriously. Uh, Brittany continues to speak out about Jamie Lynn. Uh, She is scum uh, using her for money and called her scum. Uh, I agree with Brittany and and I I really do. I just, Brittany talk to him. I just don't think how, wait, did you end up ever listening to the caller daddy stuff? The interview? No, I didn't listen to it, but I read the recaps because I like can't, I physically can't listen to Alex Cooper's voice or Jamie Lynn's honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I read the recaps and yeah, I mean, it sounds like Jamie, Jamie Lynn was like, you know, 
kind of making herself as a victim alongside Britney when there's a lot that Jamie Lynn could have done. Like when all this money shows up in your bank account and suddenly that belongs to your sister, you're not questioning that. And there was no pushback, obviously. Like Alex Cooper does not push back. And that's why guests like Jamie Lynn Spears and Colton Underwood will continue to go on shows like that because they can spin, spin, as Ariana would say. (laughs) Spin. and Well, that's the thing. It's on Spotify only, you guys, where... Joe Rogan's having a hell of a week over there. Uh, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell removed their uh, music catalogs from Spotify for um, misinformation about COVID vaccines from the Joe Rogan podcast. Spotify came out today, Sunday, saying they will be putting advisory labels on certain misinformations that are out there. But their stock dropped billions of dollars since it's like you think oh neil young who cares he's an old guy he's like by the way neil young harvest is one of the best albums ever made Joni mitchell's blue is one of the best albums ever made but i know they're not like hip and all that stuff anymore but they're just legends but it really did affect things like their market value just sunk by billions of dollars and it's just very interesting they invested Mm-hmm. I think a hundred million dollars into Joe Rogan. I mean, $60 yeah. million into Alexander Cooper. And, you know, they've got to be worried about their investments. These are podcasts. These are just podcasts affecting a company's bottom line. It's just wild. Yeah. It, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see like what, how Spotify manages this moving forward. And if other artists come out against them, because a lot of artists have the power to do so. Like someone said on Twitter, Taylor Swift has the power to end Spotify in a single tweet. So, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I mean, could you imagine I mean, if Taylor Swift left Spotify, Spotify's done. Like, I yeah, mean, Spotify's done. done. Um, uh, as we start wrapping up here uh, tonight, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is going to be on tonight. And it's uh, we're in for a doozy tonight because this has been confirmed now from somebody at Bravo. The hot mic moment. The hot mic moment is confirmed with a source at Bravo that I know about now. Lisa Barlow's what you're going to see tonight, the rant, what we saw two sentences of last week on a hot mic. This is the full quote that you're about to watch tonight or today, Monday. Meredith can go fuck herself. I'm done with her because I'm not a fucking whore and I don't cheat on my husband. Her and her dumb fucking family that poses. Why don't you own a house? Oh, wait, you can't because your husband changes jobs every five minutes. Meredith is a piece of fucking shit. I had your back and I'm offended by that. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit garbage whore. I fucking hate her. She's a whore. She fucked half of New York. She can go fuck herself. End quote. Wow. Wow. And you know, what's interesting is that, um, it seemed like they were fine a couple weeks ago for their birthday. They both posted for each other's birthday. So I wonder if this is what, cause they both been cryptically like making cryptic posts. Like this might be the end of Meredith. I don't see how they stay friends after something like that. Yeah. Because you know what Meredith says, never go against my fucking family. And she's sitting there making fun of her family, talking shit on her husband's ability to keep a job. Um, yeah, not good. Not I was just Meredith Marks has been like on a cryptic posting spree and she wrote, watch out for the quote unquote friend who stabs you in the back and then cries that she is bleeding. The first time she posted this guy, she wrote cries as C-R-Y-S. And then she had to rechange it, which is going to be frustrating when it's that fire of a post. But I just, I wrote, I was like, imagine your mom, Amy, or my mom, Becky, like imagine them on social media getting into it and you have to like, damn it, mom. Like, what do you do? Like, it would be so, and no offense, Amy and Becky, I think, I mean, 
Yeah, like, yeah, text your friends if you want to get upset with them. But like this, I mean, it's just at a certain point, you're like, you're somebody's mom. Like, this is wild. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that would be so painful watching my mom get in like Twitter wars and like misspelling yes. things and doing like ellipses after every phrase. <laughs> well, my mom does. My mom still, I, I've said this, my mom does ellipses after every sentence and she had to, I've asked her to stop. So now she'll even point out that she's trying to be better because everything sounded like a tragedy. She's like, what are you doing this weekend? Dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, dot, <laughs> dot, dot. Like, you think I'm going to kill somebody? Like, it's also like ominous. Hope you're happy. Dot, dot, dot. Like what? Oh my like, God. Everything. <laughs> no, she really thinks that like, she's like, I, that's just how I write. I'm like, Wait, that you've done this to know, more people than a, just me? It's such a mom thing. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, okay, uh, John Mulaney uh, is going to be hosting SNL for the fifth time February 26th with musical guest LCD Sound System. So that'll be interesting to see if he comments on his new son and his marriage. And the last time he was on SNL, he now admits he was on cocaine. Um, Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song are engaged. Congratulations. They already Love have a child them. together. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra had a baby via surrogate. And I thought I had been hearing rumors that they were done. You know, she, he wasn't with her at the matrix premiere. I think that she was in, but it looks like they're great. You know, good for them. Mazel tov. I still, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking of that Lisa Barlow thing. Like you I fucking know, whore. Crazy. Like, like that's just, I mean, that you really is half be, of New York. You fucked half of New York. Uh, also, Sophie, did you check out the, Big Brother cast for Celebrity Big Brother. Who is on there? Weren't there some Bravo people like Teddy? Yeah, Fr Freddie Mellencamp is going to be. Yeah, Freddie, yeah. Freddie Mellencamp and Cynthia Bailey. But we had been oh, promised God. there had been fake rumors out there that Jax was going to be on it. Erica Jane was going to be on it. Um, uh, Nini was going to be on it, which would have been I would have watched every episode of Celebrity Big Brother. And it's not my show. But with that combination, I would have watched it. I mean, really, honestly, yeah. like I know Teddy gets a lot of hate, but like also she's not entertaining. Like, does everybody I, I I know I know people like her podcast because of Tamara, from what I'm hearing. But Teddy herself is such a tryhard. Would you watch to watch Teddy Mellencamp? No. OK, well, she has the personality of a cardboard box. <laughs> I love you, Jen. Uh, oh, okay. So, sorry. What did you think of Jenny's apology from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? And you've oh, been a social okay. media manager. Have you ever, for any kind of clients, accidentally posted um, uh, things where you want to run over protesters and stuff? Have you ever accidentally done that as a social media manager? No, that's not a thing. And also, why did she have a social media manager for her Facebook before she was even... Before she was even famous. Before she was even on the right. show. It's such a blatant lie. It's just such a blatant exactly. lie. Exactly. It's bullshit. And then she did her live and she had her like token black friend there. It was just like so bizarre. And, and she was like, this is not the last you hear from me, Jenny. And I'm like, she's like, I, Jenny, this is not the last you'll hear from me. And I'm like, well, it should be. We didn't hear from you before. We don't want to hear from you now. Like you, we heard from you because you were on the show. It wasn't, we were like, damn it, that Jenny, she needs her own. Like, you know, we don't yeah. need a Jenny show. Like go back to obscurity or wherever that is you, you came from. But 
I don't need to continue to hear Jenny. Like I don't, it's like any, any housewife, even after they're on the show, even the ones that I like, I don't need to can like when Heather DeBro left OC or was asked not to come back. I didn't go to her YouTube channel and look at her house. And I like Heather DeBro kind of, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, we didn't ask for your opinion. Yeah. Oh, last story. Drake once dated Julia Fox. It's rumored. I saw that. Yeah. And that must drive Kanye in. Same. Yeah. And I mean, maybe he's trying to make Drake jealous. They do have, you know, beef. Yeah, but no, that no, because Drake doesn't give it I, to me, Julia Fox. I like her, you guys. I liked her in Uncut Gems, but I think it's a miscalculation. I don't think she has the heat that really could have like made Kim ever jealous. She doesn't have the heat, I don't think. I just don't think she's I don't got know. it. Maybe she does. Maybe I don't she think does. she's got it. And the Drake thing. It just kind of ruins Kanye's whole thing because I don't think he knew about that. Kanye was supposed to be the first to plant his flag there. And now he finds out his nemesis at one point, like he got there first. Like it ruins the whole thing for Kanye, I feel. Yeah. If if it is, if it is a planned thing. He could have already known that. Like, I'm sure he already knew that. Like, I don't know if he like cares. I don't know. Either way, I'm still living for it because I love their fashion moments. Oh, yeah. What did you think of the raccoon eye look? The raccoon eyes were so scary. And the Chaparelli Couture cone boobs made out of denim. Like, I just love it. I love it all. Did you see that? The shot of them uh, at the fashion show and that one blonde lady in the back of like just going like, what the hell? What, what is going yeah. on? Because Kanye's in the black mask with just the eyes out. Oh, the ski mask. Yeah. But also... I look at those and I look at all celebrities nowadays and I'm exhausted. Like I don't not like they had to fly to Paris and they were just in LA and then Miami. And to me, that's exhausting. Like you couldn't pay me enough. I would be like, Kanye, can I hit you up on the next Paris trip? Like that sounds so like I would be exhausted. Yeah. It's a lot. No, I mean, that's what I, it's like, it always sounds nice when you have like a private jet and all these people that can pack for you, but it's like, it's just exhausting. Um, so folks, that is, uh, that is the show, uh, for this week. If you do have any Super Bowl connections or tips for parties, for tickets, for anything, please reach out to me or Sophie. It's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. And I'll make sure to get that information to Sophie so she can come out here and enjoy the Super Bowl with her dude. And we can make this happen. And it would be a really fun experience to start 2022 with a bang. Is there anything else that we got to be aware of for you, Sophie, this week? I mean, look out for my <laughs> Substack my newsletter. For By the way, week. if you came to the Super Bowl, that would make a great Substack article of like my firsthand experience of supporting a team and then going to the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. I would love, absolutely love to. That would make my life. So yeah, go Bengals. Who knows? Wouldn't it be crazy if like somebody that like is close with Joe Burrow, like, randomly listens and they're like oh that's my high school friend joe let me reach out his dad followed me back on twitter for like two days and then he realized she's like oh this girl he was like what the fuck did this I goes a stalker yeah this is not yeah what if joe burrow's dad commented back on everything you're like he's like sing it sister preach yeah girl <laughs> he's like talk to him <laughs> okay you guys uh i hope you have the best week ever this will be a good one i feel it in my bones uh and uh yeah we'll talk to you next week yeah it's gonna be a great week guys <laughs> yeah baby Woo! Yeah, baby.
baby. I wonder if Caitlyn Jenner will be at the like, yeah, it's me, Caitlyn. I mean, I have the third row of the Super Bowl. Wait, Caitlyn's uh, doing the Super Bowl performance, I thought. Yeah, Caitlyn. Very, <laughs> what a okay. I will be singing the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl. Hey, Joe, you're looking very cute in those tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week, you guys. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Betches.